When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'd just like to thank all of our listeners because of the things that you do for me. Like just now, I was out taking a little stroll just to get some steps in. And uh, you say, I just turned my phone off. Did you mm-hmm. see that? Yep. Just it. You know why I turned my Probably, phone off? Guess it, why I turned it off. Brady. Because everybody loves calling you during the show. They send me. They don't call me. They send me text messages. Mm-hmm. And the one I was sent had a video, and I don't know where he got it, but he thinks it's hilarious. I almost vomited. I am not kidding you. I, Tom, you got to watch this video. So I hit the video, and I, I recognize the guy's name. Otherwise, I'd have never opened it. Yeah. I hit the video. Here's what I see. Oh, just somebody and it took this big booger and stuck it in his uh. mouth. I'm like, thanks for sending me that at, what, 9 o'clock in the morning? What the hell's wrong with you? You gotta watch this. Oh, it was, it <laughs> it's was a must most, watch. And I'm not, I was like, <clears throat> it was like swinging back and forth. Uh, like, Jesus. Well, give it a rating. Is it have the Lammer Hammer or was it a 10 out of 10? <laughs> what are we? <laughs> we'll give it the Lammer Hammer. Yeah, we could do that. No question. Yeah. Or the Sandy Hammer. We could do that. Brought to you, Bob Sansevier Sports, brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Hurt at work, Dave Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Bob Sansevier, boogerless, I hope. I am, and I could guess the name. It's one of two names that sent that to you. Joe or Pat? Maybe. I'm, I'm betting Joe. <laughs> that is the kind of thing Joe would send me. I'm not telling. I'm not saying it was him. I'm just saying that is the kind of thing he would send me, though. Yeah. What are you going to do? I got my uh, Tom Bernard IQ 92 hat on because I'm, I'm paying my penance for being a Twins fan. Uh, love my Twins, but I thought they'd go further than they did. At least make a better effort. They sucked in that series, except, of course, for Pablo. He was phenomenal. Yeah. He was I would have guessed that they would have uh, had... Uh, see, I thought the over/under on strikeouts in those last two games would be 27, and then they took the over and yeah. went 28 strikeouts. Yeah, 28 strikeouts in two games—that is yeah. unbelievable. But so, it's consistency: 14 and 14 in each game. Yeah. And yeah. did Kepler take the bat off his shoulder yet? No. No, he did. He swing at all? <laughs> no, just hold on to it. Jesus! Now we're gonna lose Sonny Gray. It sounds like he's gonna go elsewhere. Eh, you got Pablo. Paul Pablo. Clone him, you're good. You are correct. He's one hell of a pitcher. Sonny Gray is a good pitcher, but man, was he bad in that game. He was terrible. Bad for one inning, but that's all it took. Yeah, that's true. That's a good good way to put it. So what else, Sandy? What's happening in the world, Pally? Well, you're wild. 
They, uh, hey, well, he opened last night. AJ, right. stay to hockey for one night. Bob, it was electric at the X last night, let me tell you. Were you there? I was there in person, up in my up with my peers in the nosebleeds of section two twenty. All right. What was impressive is uh you got a your goaltender, uh Philip Gustafsson. Mm-hmm. He stops forty one shots. Meantime, the uh the wild only got twenty one shots, but they got two of them they uh, on the, the goaltender for Florida, but they win two old Brock Faber, Minnesota kid. Played for the Gophers. He had his first goal, NHL goal. And I, now you gotta love this, uh, this Joel Erickson Eck. When you got the last name of, er- you know, what is his last? His dad's last name is Erickson. His mom's last name is Eck. It's not hyphenated, but he's going with the Erickson Eck. Yeah, so, it's like it's a great it, name. It's a Swedish thing where they don't do the hyphen. They just it's just a space. So oh, it's really? Erickson space Eck. That's it. Yeah. So I would have been Thomas, Thomas Barnard Dean. That would have been me. You think it's yeah. a coincidence that my father's name was St. Bernard, my mother's name was Great Dane? The two biggest breeds of dogs in the, on earth. That's a fun fact. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's true. Yeah. yeah, Tom Bernard and Tom Dane. It's true. Great Dane and whatever. What do you think, Brittany? You were meant to be a big dog. I would, hey, big dog. It's all true. No question about it. But in any case, so we just, uh, I'm just going to sit and stare at the TV for the next uh, six months. <laughs> okay. The twins come you back. Gotta, you know. you, I know you don't want to, but you got to watch the Viking games. If only uh, to just laugh at, because you know, here's the three things you know. They will fumble the ball. Oh, yeah. Chicago. Yep. Uh, your tight end, who you gave a ton of money to, TJ Hawkinson, will drop passes mm-hmm. or not catch them. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins will either get a delay of game at a crucial uh, time or let 24 seconds run off the clock. Yep. No, you're right. It's a given. You're right, Bob. I suppose I will probably sit down and watch at least some of the game, but that team absolutely sucks. God, that team's bad. Yeah, and I was going to say, you're not going to have to waste, like, your whole Sunday afternoon because (laughs) the game will be over relatively quickly so you can move on with your day. What do you think, Bob? I I was – before the game last night, because I watched the, the Chiefs, and by the way, their offense, they have got to make a move for a wide receiver because they, they really, this Rashi Rice, he's a rookie. He may develop, but they just need a veteran receiver. But I watched Remember the Titans, and I remember it was great to watch. Denzel Washington's character, you fumble the ball, you run a mile. <laughs> so maybe that's what they need to do. I you like fumble it. the ball, you run a mile. I love you that You drop idea. the ball, you run a mile. Have Hawkinson go run a loop around uh, – some blocks if he drops the ball on Sunday. Right, no, it's going to be in Chicago. Around the loop. And what's yeah. cool, because I think the last line of that Denzel saying is, like, essentially if you fumble the ball, he's like, I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind corners, and then you will run a mile. Like, so he's put some fear in these guys. <laughs> and then this was supposed to be 1971. Water. Water's for cowards. Right. <laughs> Water is for it's like cowards. Water's for washing blood off my uniform, and you better not be yeah. getting any blood on my uniform. I love that. That's wonderful. You've watched this a few times, haven't you? Oh, Jeff? Remember the Titans is probably one of the greatest, if not mm. the greatest, sports movies of all time. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to, uh, to watch. And it's amazing. It's been 23 years since that movie wow. came out. What? Yep. Two, three. Oh, oh my God. That's 2000, uh, the year 2000. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. All right. No, they don't make them know? like they used to. I suppose so, that's true. Now, are you going? Do you watch the wild games? Because they actually, AJ, a tip to you, they may be, they should be good this year. 
yeah, they're 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 not going to be top two in the in the division because Colorado and um, Dallas are just they're just too good overall. But they probably can get into the playoffs with that three three spot. If they fall below Winnipeg, it's going to be tough in the wild card. But will you watch them, Tom? No. <laughs> How about the wolf? Answer, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> See, nope. why why not? Because like I'm not a huge hockey fan, but like especially going two games in person, I don't think there's really a better sporting event just as far as like it's the action. Very and especially obvious. in the playoffs. It is very obvious why I wouldn't watch hockey or basketball. Well, why not hockey? Have you ever seen me on skates? Well, yeah, but just I can't. Nope, really not an excuse. Either. Not an excuse. The worst skater in it. Matter of fact, when I was, I believe, in seventh grade, mm-hmm. I was skating over at Cleveland Park in North Minneapolis. I slipped and fell, and the skate went right up the keister. Oh, yeah. oh. So that, that felt really good, well, I'll the, tell you that. The good thing is you don't have to wear skates to watch the wild play. You know, it was one no, thing, I... weird thing about that, though, before that happened. My voice was like this. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> it I gave you a career. Skate. Hey, Mom, there's a skate up my butt. Well, really? What happened to your voice? <laughs> Tom, why do you sound like off? Jesse Ventura? Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden. So then is there a traumatic experience with a basketball, which is why you don't watch the Timberwolves? I can't dunk a basketball. Oh, yeah, that makes sense why you nope. wouldn't watch basketball. Nope. Nope. Unless I can dunk or make a goal or stand up straight on skates, I'm not watching your sport. Yeah, not it's why I don't it. watch synchronized swimming. I just go, I can't do that, so why would I watch it? I will tell you, other than a couple of guys, and there were a few of them, like Jim Peterson's a prime example. Jim's a great guy. But I stopped watching basketball because I met a lot of NBA players. Not many good guys. They're mostly arrogant assholes in that league. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. Some of them are good guys. Well, a couple of them. Like I said, Jim Peterson's a great guy. I mean, you know who was actually very nice to me? The guy I used to criticize all the time, and now I can't remember his damn name. He came back to the Timberwolves after leaving for a while. What the hell? Christian? Not Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner, yeah. Yeah. He was very nice. Duke boy. There you go. Duke boy. So, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I... you think that's the usual thing? Just because I have no ability whatsoever in the hockey or basketball area, that's why I don't watch the teams. No, well, I think you're a basket- rare breed. Rare. Y- yeah. You, Tom, you did like what you who you called Tits McGee. No, he didn't like that either. I can promise you that. <laughs> Shocking. Kevin, Kevin McHale did not like it when I called him Tits <laughs> McGee. Well, he used to run down the court with his chest sticking way out. Remember that? He would run down the court and his chest was sticking way out. I was like, who are you, like Tits McGee? I did that in high school because I didn't have a lot to work with. (laughs) I didn't have as much equipment as I do now, maybe. stretching and popping out that that chest of hers. Thank you. You know what's so amazing about that? Now, where I grew up, if people didn't take shots at you like that, it meant they didn't like you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so I just I did I didn't mean it as an insult. I was just taking a shot at him because hey, we're friends. Mm. Apparently, we weren't friends. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, it happens. I have heard he's so, very hard to work with. Who, Mikhail? Yeah. I like him. I got. I mean, when he was he running was nice the team, at first. And, yeah. I have no. I really had no problem with him. Should invite I mean, him into the mo- show. Kevin, get you off. Should have ass. him on. Come on in. He's kind of the Ken Herbeck of the NBA. Oh, settle down. Take it easy. <laughs> I, I bet Herbeck loves the guy. By the way, Brittany, are, do you remember back uh, when they did that show Moonlighting? Love Civil that Shepherd, show. They always I mean, said that she put a filter on to make her look, you know, 
yeah. or gauze. Do you have a filter on your thing? No, oh. it's just a really bad webcam, but I, I think mm -hmm. it's really funny coming from you, who doesn't turn on your camera, but you got lots of notes for me. On. If Hold I, on a minute. If I recall, okay, on Monday, there, there we oh, go. We were Sandy! Finally, huh? after seven months, we can see it's Sandy. Yeah, baby. There we Great. go. I Bob, love you it. Look great. Of course, he's got his I Superman like T-shirt on. You're you do skinny. not. Wow. Oh my! Look at, look at that! It's gone. Show T-shirt. You're tiny. Available every weekday, by the way. I wish I had like Ode to Joy ready. Like that, yeah, that was a magical yeah. moment. Bob, you should always be on camera because you kind of look yeah. basically like a Italian cobbler. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you know, I think what? we have cobblers in our in our lineage. Oh, cobblers, you man. Know, you don't see cobbler, cobblers anymore. If you're a cobbler, you will always have work as long as people have legs. That's true. Or feet. That's very true. <laughs> That's very wise. Oh, Bob, you look like a million bucks. You, do. you look great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anybody oh, that wants yeah. to see Bob Sansevier, we're going to make sure he's going to be on our YouTube page, and we'll get we'll get some clips for our Instagram. I so love it. So follow wait, us wait, on wait. there. I, I have to hide my nose behind the microphone. because No, you look good, it's quite Bob. A, quite a proboscis. Is there a booger coming so, out? Should I zoom in? Bob, your DMs are about to be blowing up. Good looking guy like you. He just zoomed in. Okay, on why you. am I? Okay, you zoomed in, but I'm like all fuzzy. See, your camera's crappy too. I got a terrible oh, webcam. The farther back I go, I think the better I look. I just Same. love that. What I, Sandy says to Brittany, you get a like a mute filter on. You look good. Well, that's yeah. real nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, Brittany, I, I want you to win the bet. Nice shirt. Or dress, whatever it is. Oh, <laughs> dang dress, it. it. This is a wedding dress. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, nice that's behind there. That's right. Why do you have it hanging still? I don't know what to do. What do you do with your uh -oh. wedding dress? Turn around, Brittany. Put it in a box and then the attic. Uh oh, who is it? My mom just gave me water. Hey! Oh, is that Beverly? You want to say hi? Tell her to come and say yeah. hello to me. <laughs> Here's Dickie Little. Oh, there she is. Brittany's sister. sister. Oh, they just said Brittany's sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. She's so happy. He's a My mom's person. so nice. So you must you have, have your dad's personality. She just made me a bunch of coffee. The little Bailey's in that coffee? It's so good. Yeah, you I'll guys, that's so sweet. Nobody makes me coffee there. I'll do a North Minneapolis thing. Yeah, my mother's dead, so she couldn't bring me coffee, you know. But in, you yeah. know what, no, though, Tom? Don't worry about my I don't, I don't think she made it even when she was alive for you. So You're right about that. Yeah. Exactly. So it didn't make it. I love Toots, though. You'd have loved Toots. <laughs> I know. No question about it. So, Sandy, we got a few more minutes with you. What else we got coming up? We got no baseball team going forward. I don't care about hockey and basketball. I used to. I mean, is that look, hockey players are some of the nicest people I've ever met. I really like hockey players. The team owner's a great guy, all the rest of it. I just I have no ability to even stand up on skates, so that's why I avoided the, to the max. I'm not big on skates either. N roller or. No, oh, oh, rollers are even worse. I did rollerblade because I, when I lived in Uptown, I did go rollerblading quite a few times around the lakes, which wasn't bad. I could do yes. rollerblades, yep. but not roller skates. Isn't that amazing? I'm the same it, way. It, it is. I don't understand why. Because when you got side-by-side -side wheels, it can pull in either direction. Uh, That's why. Or they were bad wheels. Maybe that was. Yeah, the maybe they're bad wheels. Could be. That could have been. You guys could also be too. unathletic. Is I was going to say, blame the equipment much? <laughs> Don't make me go hit several home runs in a row. Okay. Saying, okay. Yeah, no, should I'm we get a, Should we get a Tom Bernard show softball league started up for next <laughs> week? <laughs> should. Yeah. I would love. You know what? We should do that. Should that would we get a awesome. mixed league, men and women. Yeah, get like a bunch of the sponsors to pitch in, and we yeah get everybody out there. That'd be fun. I hit a line shot right at Brittany. Be great. 
I'm on your team in this scenario. I'm talking about on purpose. I know. She's standing up first, and Tom's just pulling the ball like crazy. I'm on the dugout. He's just aiming it at me. I love this. I love this kind of show. It's just flowing a lot. You know, these shows kind of remind me of sitting around bullshitting with my family. Because I had, you know, four brothers and two sisters. So we'd sit around and... This is what it always was like. Mm. Yeah, really? That's an ugly shirt. You're an idiot. You're a moron. Yep. Like a really nice family. Well, and Tom, you can get Brittany's family. Her mom could make coffee at the concession stand. Oh, I love stand. her mother. Her mother's yeah. wonderful. Beverly, she, she's listening downstairs with Gogo. So, yeah, you heard what you heard. Go-Go. Beverly's Coffee Hut. Beverly, come to me with coffee. You guys, that's so nice that she brought me coffee. It like, is. That's such a vibe. Very pleasant. So, Sandy, what else you got in sports? Anything good we should know well, about? I, and the only thing, I mean, I, I, you don't want to watch the Vikings game, but Chicago, no. I, I cannot take my eyes off this team because I know they're going to do stupid things. Yeah. And the game I don't want to miss is the Niners. Oh, my gosh. Oh, is that going to be a slaughter? could be ugly. They could very easily hang 50 on us, and we very easily could not cross the 50 because Justin Jefferson is not going to be playing, and their That's defense right. is one of the best in the league. So it's going to be. And their offense, be, and, none too shabby. Yeah, yeah. no, no, their <laughs> offense. They're going to essentially have a team meeting before the game and say, hey, how many points do you guys want to score today? And then that's how many points they're going to score because we're not going to be able to stop them. Hey, what happened to your no. blood brother, Bob? What do you mean? The uh, quarterback for the the Niners, the, the Italian guy. They what they give him the hook? Oh, Garoppolo. He's with the uh, he's with Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's with Vegas now. I didn't know yeah. that. I always, so he's with Vegas now. Okay. Yeah, I wish they. You know, it's a shame they don't have any talent around him. Well, Devontae Adams used to be good. Yeah. Well, he doesn't get him the ball nearly enough. So That's all of Oakland's teams are going to Vegas. That's amazing. Well, anything to get out of Oakland. No. And then there was video yesterday of Mark Davis, Al Davis's kid. Before the game, they got footage of him playing slot machines in one of the Vegas casinos. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's worth over $2 billion, and he's playing the slots. He's playing the slots, baby. They I'm sure he's fun. loaded up on Powerball tickets, oh, too. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, who did win the Powerball? Where were they? California. $1.4 billion, something like that? Jeez. Oh, more than that. Oh, it was more than that. Oh, that was like two uh, two. That was the Sunday, or was it Sunday night total, I think, or Monday night total. So, so there were a couple of after. Yeah, that's uh, they, somebody won the big time. Like $1.7 yeah, something like that then? Yeah, $1.76 billion. Oh, my God. Uh, but, Tom, don't even worry about it. They only get, like, what, $700 million. So it's not that. Yeah, $774 million after the. Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth there. it. Don't so, get out of bed for that. I just thought of something that you brought this up. Be my luck to win the soup, uh, the win the uh, Powerball while still a resident of Minnesota with a fifteen percent income tax. Dang. <laughs> oh, well, no, yeah, that's when you say like, actually, I bought that ticket while I was living in my house in Florida. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tom, are, I can't remember. Did they change it? Are we still a state where you can become? You don't have to tell. Or are we a state that you do have to tell if you win? I don't think you have to tell anymore. You used okay. to have to. I know that yeah. you're right about that. But I don't think I don't think you have to tell them anymore. I wouldn't tell a oh, soul. Hell no. no. If you got $1.7 billion. I'm whoo. not I'm not telling anybody, but you'll be able to tell if I ever Did you yeah. come into some money? <laughs> you'll see only the microphone, not Kevin yeah. every day. Kevin hasn't been here for a month. Where is he? Where yeah, man, there will funny. be some instances that you'll be able to tell that I got some, <laughs> new, some, some new money. Yeah. Uh, Kevin comes back. Where you been? Oh, I bought South Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'll get carried in by like I'm 
like a camel. I have some rings and some <laughs> sunglasses. Be, I'll be a mess. Maybe like Adrian Peterson come in on a camel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He'd All have right. to hire guys just to carry his satchels of money. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll all of a sudden have some people that you guys will be contacting if you want me on the show. So do Kevin, you end up? Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, Tevin and AJ, you guys are both still young. Would you retire or would you quit working if you won the Powerball? I would keep working, um, but I would have like more ventures on the side that would make money. Like I'd probably like open like a restaurant, a comedy club, like do something on the side to stay okay. busy because I couldn't just sit in the house. All right, wait a minute. That was the dumbest question I've ever heard. He may say he's gonna keep working, but there's no chance. <laughs> well, like <laughs> I would still come on this show. Him. Like I don't really consider this work. Like you to come I, on. You see, know? I agree with that. Because yeah. he said, "Would you would you still work if you want to?" I said, "This is not work. Right. I sit around and bullshit for a living." Yeah. Yeah. Except Tevin would be doing it from his place in Tahiti. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, I would. I would be remote from some island with like a little drink with an umbrella in it. But yeah, I'd still come in and show up every day. Probably true. Yeah. Do a ton of commercials. What about you, AJ? Kind of the same answer. Like, I would f- I would feel less bad about taking time off and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I like, j- just because I don't really have money to travel or anything like that. But uh, I wouldn't <laughs> want to, like, stop. Yeah. I, I, I would be deathly bored. Yeah, and uh, now if you, you asked me this question today. while I was working some of my other jobs that I've had, oh, there would be a big F you and you're never going to see me again. But, you know, here I'd stay. Sandy, remember when Ralph Cramden won, uh, won a bet? <laughs> I think what I think it was like a it wasn't the Powerball obviously didn't have it back then but he won some small oh, amount he, of money. I thought that and he won. Remember he won. Was it my fortune? Yeah, my fortune because it was a parrot. It was a parrot. Oh, he inherited. Yeah. You inherit my fortune, and fortune turned out to be a parrot. So he finds <laughs> out you've inherited my fortune. He calls the bus company because he was a bus driver. Calls the bus company. The, the owner-director of the bus company answers the phone, and Ralph Cramden goes, I just called to say that you are a bum. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Fortune's a parrot, so he had to beg for his job back. Uh, and if you haven't seen, if you, you two have seen uh, AJ and Tevin, have you seen The Honeymooners? I have not. The original one. Oh, no, you not the original, no. It's got to be on show. some television. you got to watch them. They are phenomenal. Okay. Remember, some of the funniest stuff. Well, how about when, when Ralph was trying to teach uh, Ed Norton how to play golf? Okay, Norton, first of all, address the ball. He looks down. Instead of standing in front of the ball, he looks down and goes, hello, ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that okay. type of comedy. I'm I saw I do, too. Tom, you You'd know, love that the, show. Uh, you would I'm on the love school board in Buffalo, right? And yes, I'm sir. on the committee where we do- deal with the transportation and the company that does the, you know, the, the, has, supplies the buses. They're looking for some bus drivers. So I said, you know what? I may do it just so I can say, I bribe a dust. <laughs> <laughs> that was what. You remember that one? I absolutely was on the game show. What was the name of yes. the game show again? Oh, I don't remember. I don't he remember. Was so nervous. He was, he was really nervous. Ed Norton. That was his answer to everything because he was so nervous. <laughs> he answered everything as Ed Norton. <laughs> One of the greatest shows. You guys, uh, now, Brittany, have you ever seen The Honeymooners? Yeah, I've seen it. Phenomenal. And yeah, a lot of these scenes you're doing, if you watch it on YouTube, I'm mouthing along with you because I know the line so well. They, that, hello, ball, hello, always cracks ball. me up. <laughs> AJ, call one of those up before I go. I want to hear one of them. You got to hear Ed Norton. Baller. I bribe a dust. <laughs> I bribe a dust. Because he was on a game show and he was scared to death. 
Oh God, I love that show. It, well, it must have been on like Nick at Night or something because there's obviously yeah. no reason I would yeah. have watched it besides that. And what would you say their room, their, everything took place or just about everything took place in their kitchen slash living room oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. with the little ice box. It had to be 10 by 10, if that. You know, while he's still looking for that piece of audio, there's a great story about because he used to put in the day they would put fake food on the plate, so it looked mm-hmm. like a real. And he sat down, and there was a pork chop on his plate, but now it wasn't a real pork chop; it was made of wood. So yeah. he sits down, puts his hand down, and hits the edge of the plate. It launches the pork chop. This is all live on television. It hits the floor and breaks in half. The pork chop breaks in half, and as an ad lib. Jackie Gleason looks down and he goes, that pork chop was overcooked. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant comedy. He basically ad-libbed every line because he never studied his lines. He played golf every day. He did. He never, ever knew what the hell was coming. He just kind of ad-libbed his lines. Did you find anything? Yeah, here we go. Step up. Blanche, you're feet firmly. Hello, boy. <laughs> That's so stupid. Hello, boy. <laughs> Tells him to address the ball, so he does. That's funny. Oh, I love that kind of humor. No, you guys, seriously, do over the weekend, the two of you should watch one episode of The Honeymooners and get back to us. Because yeah. it is brilliant comedy. Everybody in it is perfect. His wife is just right on the money. My God, is she good on that show, don't you think? Oh, yeah, Audrey Meadows. Audrey Meadows, yep. All right, Sandy, another great performance. And now, from now on, you're going to have to be on the show because you look beautiful. Yeah, well, if I I use this computer, I have some computers like PCs that don't have a camera. Well, then get off your ass and use that one. And uh, I, I think it's, uh, Brittany needs to do something about her filter because I'm really disappointed. I could, she's all hazy. What about my wedding dress, Bob? Do you have anything nice to say about it? Yeah, it's very, very, uh, very nice. <laughs> very sincere. I'm not I giving lost. it to you, Brittany. You're not going to get it. I lost my bet. I lost it. I thought for sure you'd say, I'm surprised it's white. Oh, that's true. A, I figured it'd be purple or black. <laughs> All the way. All the way to the other end. All right, Sandy, we'll talk to you See on you Monday, kids. Pally. Yep. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Hurt at work. Dave Bialki goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp, injury claims, and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Bialki Law bringing you Sanny. Love working with Sanny. He's another one, ladies and gentlemen. I love working with Sanny. Yeah. I'm glad he got his camera working today. That was awesome. I, he's got to be on camera. That, yeah. like, I that, know. It's much that, better. It made it so much livelier. You can see the facial expressions. It just adds so much more. Oh, I have a question. Are, yeah. Do you work on the on the podcast thing? Or what who do does mean? that? What do you mean do I work like, on put, the podcast? Put thing? content up there. Not the podcast. The, the YouTube? The YouTube yeah. thing. Because like everything at the very front is like five months old on there. Uh, nope. Everything should be like every day we've been uploading the new ones. So I'll go on and see if they're like pinned to the top or anything. But we should what be What time do you all. do that? Um, like right when I get home after the show, it usually takes oh, about an hour for it to upload. Because yeah, I was watching yesterday about one o'clock, and it was all stuff from like five months ago. Hmm. I know, I know what that is. I think it was it's just pin stuff. Like the pin top stuff. thing oh. is Brittany explaining like how to listen to the right. show. Are you, now. Oh right. no, you're yeah. talking. Are you talking about Instagram? No, the, no on no, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. on YouTube too. YouTube, okay, yeah. I'll go through and clean it up and, and get some of that old stuff off. See, there. it's all I ever have to do is ride people, Brittany. You know. 
Otherwise, I think they just God, won't Kevin do needs their to do job. his job, is what I'm hearing. Well, I'm not the one that pinned your ugly mug to the top of the. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! The ugly they, mug. They call this the money maker. So. <laughs> Good answer. That money maker's overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get it in there. That's so good. You had to put that one in there. There's no getting around it. We have to take a break. I do know that. My God, this show's flying by. I would think just being around you guys, it would drag like a son bitch. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Happy surprises. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just goes, oh, yeah, okay, well, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. I'm sure at this point I've known Josh for about five months now, and I think I'm driving him nuts with investment questions. But other than that, you know, do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his guy, Tom, sent you, please. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the air dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. This is Tommy B. for Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda, so the boys of summer are officially done, and it's time for root beer floats with kids after football or fall soccer practice. So to celebrate the Minnesota Twins' first time in a long time success in the playoffs, it might be time for some adult sweet beverages to toast our hometown team's try-try-again-till-you-win effort with an adult beverage made with delicious gluten-free Killebrew Root Beer. 
Might I recommend you consider this recipe for your Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams? You just need three ingredients. It starts with black spiced rum, then add frothy cold Killebrew Root Beer next, a drop of Bailey's. Oh my gosh. You found October heaven in a glass. If you'd like to take in the fall colors, try the root beer and cream soda my family absolutely loves. Killebrew, of course. Head to killebrewrootbeer.com for your nearest store and pick up a six-pack or a case. Remember, Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams. Herbie, you're up. Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Lunds and Byerly's grocery store. Tell them Herbie sent you. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What do you mean by big mug? Do I have a big I, mug? What? No. So, I cut out. No. no, no breaking no. up. I, uh, I'm, I'm going through a tunnel. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. How many holes do I have in my back right now? For the stabbing? Uh, looks about three of them so three far, yeah. Okay, you know. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota legend Kent Herbeck Sports is brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Mr. Herbeck with us. Good morning. What's happening, Pally? Uh, a rainy day. Rainy kind of day. A bad weekend coming up here. No more baseball, but I yep. guess there's still baseball going on, but not from the hometown boys. It's not baseball I care about the least. If the Twins aren't in, I'm out. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, we got the Wild to watch now, I guess, and the Vikings. But uh, no, it was a fun run. It was. It was great. After 21 years of not winning a playoff game, that was really <laughs> something to see. That that was great. It was. It was a very very. The Toronto series obviously went brilliantly. Uh, the first couple of games, we were one one there. Yeah, that loss, that first loss at home was hard, hard to take. But you got to do what you got to do. Maybe next year, get, we'll get them next year, right? <laughs> yeah, that's just what we want to hear here in Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> been hearing that too much, Kent. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, we've been hearing yeah. that too much. But you know what? These guys, these guys had a wonderful season. You know, I don't think anybody expected them to be where they were. No. Nope. Um, and we know the division was a little weak, I guess they keep saying. But uh, you know what? That's what you got to do is you got to go out and win your division and go from there. And uh, that's exactly what they did. They played some good baseball. Um, I think I talked about it before. They, we, we knew their pitching was good, but we wanted them to, to see if they get the offensive part of the game going, and they never did. Um, Houston Houston jumped out in front and, 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 you know, shut the crowd down a little bit. They, they kept coming back on the Twins. I mean, they took the lead in that second game there and at home. and and uh, But Houston, Houston's got a heck of a ball club. Yeah, they and, do. Uh, but, uh, man, you look around the, the playoffs with the, uh, with the Dodgers gone and the Braves losing last night. Um, boy, it's uh, – and Baltimore getting beat by Texas. Holy yeah, jeez. Uh, this is uh, 
this is a little different look. I think people are uh, whoever has any kind of pools going on. I'm sure their their pools aren't going to be very very up to date here right now because yeah. uh, there's definitely different teams in the playoffs, and it'll make it for a fun. Uh, you know, Houston's back, but it'll make it for a fun couple weeks here watching to see how these guys come out. But uh, no fun season by the Twins. Disheartening, but fun. Well, disheartening. I'm wearing today. I know you're not uh, on video, so. I am wearing my Tom Bernard IQ92 hat to kind of salute the end of the season. What do you think? Very nice. <laughs> you know, watching you wear that for about 10 straight hours, try to get him to take it off, he wouldn't. Oh, you are an idiot, Tom. I'm going to wear this hat for a while. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> Did Johnny Gordon make it on with us this morning? I heard he was coming on. Three minutes, about three minutes, Johnny Gordon. You know, I was trying to keep that a secret from you that I'd like pop him on as a surprise. But apparently you can't surprise anybody anymore when you have a sales staff. <laughs> he starts uh, No, you know what? I, I heard that he was coming on this weekend or this uh, this week, and and uh, boy, it's always fun to hear hear that that magic voice that Gordo has, and and uh, got to see him here at the uh, Twins Hall of Fame uh, uh, stuff this last past August, and and uh, had some great conversations with John and his family, and. And uh, it's always great to see Gordo at the ballpark, and um, it'll be fun to chat with him this morning. You know what's so great about that, looking back, Kent, having been born in Minnesota, grew up in Minneapolis-St. Paul, you got your Johnny Gordons of the world and your Herb Carneals of the world. We've had so many great announcers in this town, just very, very nice people as well. And I didn't mention a number of them, but seriously, our announcers in this market have been really damn good, I think. They they have been awesome and they've stuck around a long time. Yeah. You know, Herb Kearney, what was he like forty years or something with the Twins or thirty some years with the Twins? Dick Bramer going on his fortieth year. Um, what was I'm, I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. The the hockey announcer for the, for the North Stars. Um, come on, we help me not, out. Anybody know the hockey announcer? Because I didn't follow. I no, love a lot of no. hockey players, but I never followed hockey. How can I? How can, Forget the guy was a classic. He was the best. AJ, yeah. AJ's on like the phone, Ron, and he might know. Ron Trod, Trongard. Oh, Ron was no, great. Phone. Ron's Al great. Al Shaver. <laughs> AJ, Al we need your help. There we go. Was it Al Shaver? Shaver. Shaver? Yeah. Well, there you have it. Everybody just went quiet. Like, who was that? He was like a. He was classic. It, it was true. Have we got a special guest with us, ladies and gentlemen? Please welcome. The lovely and talented. Can I call you lovely and talented? Well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> John Gordon, ladies and gentlemen. One of my, I got to open with this, John, because I will never forget this as long as I live. I get a call one day from a couple of people, and they're going to meet at the convention grill, and John Gordon is there. So I sit down, and John and his son sit across from me, right? Yes. So we're sitting at the convention grill. The three of us sitting there, John... Gordon, his son, and me. And John says to me, Tommy, I'd like you to meet my son. This is my son, Gordon. I said, you named your kid Gordon Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) I will never forget that as long as I live, John. (laughs) Actually, his full name uh, here, I mean, uh, his his middle name is Gordon. So we nicknamed him Gordy. Uh, 
And uh, <laughs> I'm John Gordon. He's Gordy Gordon. And uh, I have to tell you a cute story. Uh, Carl Polad, the owner of the Minnesota Twins, he actually said to me, he said, you mean to tell me you named your kid Gordy Gordon? <laughs> the same thing I said, right? <laughs> I know. And I had to tell him I'm sorry, but uh, my last name is, is not Gordon. My middle name is Gordon. And so uh, he's Gordy Gutowski. Gutowski, I'm yep. John Gordon Gutowski. Not many people could say Gutowski very well. It's always Gutowski or Gutkowski <laughs> or whatever. So <laughs> we went with John Gordon for the radio name and Gordy Gordon is uh, actually Gordy Gatowski, our son. <laughs> Wonderful story. But, John, honest to God, I miss hearing you. Obviously, we've got great announcers have had over the years. But, you know, running into you guys over at the convention grill once in a while, and it was just such such a great time, uh, you know, talking to you uh, here and there, listening to the games every day, watching them on television. What a great time that was with, you know. And then Herbeck had to come along and ruin it. Wait a minute. Did I say that on the air? <laughs> it's funny you say well, that. I how are you doing, I... Johnny? How are you doing, yeah, Gordo? Hi, Herbie, how are you? There isn't any question that it was uh, euphoric. I mean, uh, this is a team that was floundering. Yep. Then all of a sudden, boom, they, they win. Not only do they win during the regular season, but they win during the playoffs. They win during the World Series. And and really, from the time of winning in the World Series in 87 to the time of winning the World Series in 91, there was still uh, an immense you know, following of Minnesota Twins baseball, even though 88, 89, 90, uh, they were not you know, World Series winners. No, no, you're absolutely right. Just such great. Honest to God. Kent, isn't it amazing? You just hear John Gordon's voice, and you get those memories. Now, obviously, you were on the field, and I was watching every game or listening to every game, whatever it was. But, man, just hearing your voice, John, it brings back so many great moments of Minnesota Twins baseball. I, I got to ask Gordo this. I've never, I've never, uh, I guess I've never asked you this question, Gordo. And and uh, everybody always, you know, comes up to you. You know, what's your most, what's your greatest memory of of uh, playing Twins baseball, you know, you got to try to come up with Detroit, coming home from Detroit, you know, you're my first game hitting a home run in my first game, winning the World Series, you know, hitting a Grand Slam in a World Series, uh, blah, 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 blah. What, what, is, what is John Gordon's favorite memory of behind the mic, sitting up there in the booth? Um, I, I've got an idea, maybe, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, I, I used to bug you john and my daughter heidi used to say the same thing you know you always used to holler swing <laughs> oh yeah loved it. Yep. <laughs> it was, that's yeah. how that's how my daughter knows john gordon with the, the swing call that he had but uh uh gordo what's your favorite memory of, of sitting behind that mic for so many years well it is a very true story whenever i see heidi i don't say hi heidi i just say swing and a miss <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm glad that I I do know her you know her first name. Well, Puck's home run in Game Six, uh, having the opportunity to you know be at, at the microphone, and uh, certainly I, I always remember reading that it was probably and still is one of the 15 most historic home runs hit in the game, and 
you know, to have right. that opportunity to be there and, and actually to be so fortunate as to not screw it up to where, you know, it, it ended up being a, a, a decent call. Not an easy call. Uh, as you can well remember, both of you, the plexiglass was up and, and from left field, you know, all the way around. There were white shirts behind. Uh, you know, Puck was was rounding the bases. And, uh, I mean, uh, a very intense moment uh, in the bottom of the 11th inning. So, it it had certainly a lot going, and uh, that alone probably was the greatest thrill. But th- all that happened in, in that 87 season and even in the 91 season, uh, the difference of the two teams and the makeup of the two teams and uh, being in Atlanta and, and uh, the, the opportunities that the Twins had there and uh, didn't cash in on but yet had to come back home and, uh, it was a, a very, very thrilling time, both '87 and '91. And Gordo, you didn't—you weren't around here this weekend or this week, I guess, during the the last couple of games the Twins played here at home. Uh, it was quite the quite the feeling at the ballpark. Uh, I, we had spent the the games we were uh, up in the suite. Gary Gaetti was in town. Uh, oh, uh, Joe Maurer was here at the ballpark. Justin Morneau. Um, Rod Crew showed up and he was there. Um, we're all sitting up in the in the suite and and uh, just talking old memories of, of exciting games and this and that. But but the electricity at the ballpark, I hadn't seen it yet at Target Field, was the best I've seen it in the what is it? Thirteen years now that they've been playing at Target Field, uh, the the fans went crazy and it was really really heartwarming to see that. Um, it got the hair to stand up on the back of my neck, which it hadn't happened in the 14 years we've been here so far. That the the fans got into it, and I know when you're a player sitting in that dugout, and you can you don't you don't hear it as much as you as you feel it. You could feel the noise, like we did in in the dome, but uh, you can you can feel those people, and and it it really really jacks you up. And and uh, it's too bad they didn't go any farther because I don't know how crazy these people could have got, but. It was really, really exciting to see the, to hear the noise, to feel the noise, and to see Target Field rocking. It was a lot of fun. So, I just want to pass that along to you because I'm sure you saw it. I'm sure you watched the ball games on TV because oh, yeah. I know you still follow the club hey. a little bit. Yeah, interesting question for you, Kent. The, the 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 noise factor in the Metrodome of the two World Series '87 and '91 mm. were. Uh, extremely big stories. Uh, I can remember uh, ABC was doing the uh, World Series. Al Michael had, had the noise meter uh, from right. the airport in the booth uh, to, you know, calibrate the, the noise in the Metrodome. Was there a difference of the noise between the Metrodome in 87-91 and Target Field in 2023? Yeah, it was a little. It was a little different because the noise was getting out. <laughs> the noise couldn't get out in the dome. The noise yeah. stayed inside. You know, <laughs> it yeah, stayed trapped. in there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was trapped in there. We, uh, you know, even on the field at, at uh, during the games down there, you know, you couldn't communicate at all uh, with anybody. I mean, you couldn't unless you stood right next to somebody and screamed in their ear. Um, you know, if there was a pop up or something, boy, you really had to. Uh, you know, visually um, um, know what was going on. And I think that's what helped us out. We, 
uh, at the dome, we we really uh, we really played well defensively because of uh, you know the communication we had just by looking and seeing and knowing where the other guy was going to be or where whoever was going to be. So uh, it's definitely a different take because, like you say, you can't hear a guy calling you off on a pop up or you know where you're supposed to be or wherever uh, during a play. So um, it definitely makes a big, huge difference at times. And 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 the and Target Field was getting there; it was getting rocking. Believe me. Yeah, no doubt about that. John, one thing i got to tell you, as a fan of the Minnesota Twins or, or baseball sports in general, to have a guy up there. Now, first of all, people who may be a bit younger will not uh, maybe even know about this. But before John and after John, and John certainly was a legend like the rest of them, but from the time I was nine years old and heard, you know, the Herd Carneals of the world and the Halsey Halls of the world and then the John Gordons of the world and and then hear crabby Dan Gladden doing the games. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, John, it was a big, big part of the game. That touch them all thing that you did was so cool because you did it with such enthusiasm. Man, I, I felt the home runs going out every time you hollered, touch them all. It was just wonderful. Well, I was very fortunate uh, that the fact that in 87, the Twins had four players that hit 30 or more home runs mm-hmm. and almost had a fifth. Uh, I think Puck was at either 28 or 29. Uh, you know, there were a lot of home runs hit. Yep. And, uh, and that was a, an opportunity, you know, for a, a kind of a catch-all phrase. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, it, it, it's a phrase that has been used in baseball in years past, uh, I know Dick Enberg used it when he was with the Los Angeles and uh, Angels or California Angels and some of the others. But you got to have a home run to say touch them all. And, and, <laughs> and the, the Twins hit home runs. Uh, I can't imagine what the Atlanta Braves broadcasters would have been like this year if, if they had used touch them all. Because, you know, they hit as many home runs as they did. Uh, nearly, you know, set a new record, tied the Twins. But that that was, uh, you know, a, a really a, an opportunity that uh, just came about simply because, you know, the Twins had Herbeck and Brunanski and Gaetti and, and the rest, you know, to hit 30 or more home runs, to you know, to really help out. Uh, it, it was, a, 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 I guess, a blessing in disguise. I guess so the checks in the mail, Gordo. <laughs> Is that the deal right there? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, what a wonderful time that was. And still is. Being a Minnesota Twins oh, yeah. fan is very near and dear to me. There's no doubt about that. But the great memory. John, it's so funny about hearing your voice on the show this morning. All of these different calls that you made over the years are not starting to pop into my head, man. There's about a thousand of them. So I, I can't start uh, chirping them out because this – Joe would go on until about next Wednesday. Yeah. I found one that uh, is over a Kent Herbeck at bat. Oh, hear here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Strike one. Oh, boy, he sure looked bad swinging at that pitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> he was sixth Uh-oh. in the American League at hitting right-handers. He was facing for the first time after the seventh inning at home. So that's something to keep in mind. Hey, God, I love it. I love it. Perfect. So Basically, <laughs> John Gordon. Yeah. John Gordon saying Ken Herbeck sucks. That was wonderful. <laughs> no, that's from the, the timeless classic Little Big League. Where yeah, uh, yeah, John, yeah. yeah, just uh, such a good movie. 
such a good movie. I had to pull that up. I'm glad we could work that in. Hey, I just want to mention that in honor of being on this show today, I would like to use my last little big league residual check, which I just got uh, about 10 days ago. I haven't even cashed it as yet. Let me look it up so I can give you the exact amount of the check. Ooh. And I would like to, I'd like to buy you guys a drink at, at, you know, at the local uh, uh, beer stand. $37.30. Hey. Yeah. Touchdown, Touchdown baby. <laughs> okay, that'll That's take care of her. That's two beers yeah. at her back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very true. You know, I, I, this is going to sound kind of weird to you guys, and I don't want I'm not trying to get too, you know, soapy here or whatever, but one thing that I always look back on, because this happened one year after I took that job at KQRS, one year later, because I predicted that year the Twins would win the World Series before the, the, world, the, uh, before the season even started. Um, but looking back at that, sitting here talking to you guys this morning, it's one of those things, I'd like to be like everybody else in the world now and sit around and go, oh my God, I'm a victim, life sucks, and it's all just horrible. I, I sit here and think about, and I look at my life and go on, I got, I got to know John Gordon, I got to know Kent Herbeck, you get on the list of guys, you you were talking about the Johnny Castinos of the world, Gary Gaetti and Timmy Laudner. I am the luckiest man on earth just sitting here listening to you two guys talk. I feel like a luckiest son bitch you ever born. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like well, I told you before, Tom, you got to set your standards a little higher. Very true. It's it's hard to you know to answer. The, the comment that you just made, uh, Tom, but it, I think it's, you know, it's uh, part of the business. Uh, yep. And uh, and that are good. There's good. There's bad. There's, uh, you know, opportunities to uh, to put your foot in the door and, and try to make a name for yourself. I mean, it, it all just kind of opens up and, and uh, you have to feel very blessed to have the opportunity to, you know, I always used to say it, the job I had beat working for a living, you know, because it yep. was something that I enjoyed doing. Uh, I, I I have to tell you, I was extre- I'm very extremely pleased that I was able to walk away from the game. And, you know, I hope for you, Tom, you'll be able to walk away from the microphone and mm-hmm. Herbie, the, you know, the same for you, even though you are retired now from your playing career, you're still very active with the Twins and Someday you'll be able to walk away from it, and and uh, uh, I'm I'm living the dream in, in Florida and and enjoying every bitty bit of it. I, I still have the memory of, of being a, a broadcaster for the Minnesota Twins for 25 years, and and I'll I'll never lose that memory, I, and I'll I just will cherish it uh, for every living day I have. Now, when you when John, when you're down there on the golf course and you're playing with uh, you know three other guys in the foursome, uh, uh, say your friend Joe, let's say, is playing with you and he fires one off into the woods, you go swing and that one goes into the woods. <laughs> I hope you so. holler that at him. Does it come back uh, once in a while or not? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's kind of funny. The I, you know, I love the game and I, I still follow the game. I don't relate as much as I used to, to the game, because it's changed. I think all of us will agree on that. And certainly the players have changed. Uh, I, I know a few of the star players, but don't relate to the guys that are better than average or average players that help teams win. But there, we have three bag drop guys who are just, you know, 
diehard baseball fans, you know, and they'll, they'll ask me one day, boy, what did you think of that game Gallant pitched last night? You know, I, I got to think, who the hell is Gallant? Where, 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 does, where does he pitch, you know? And, and fortunately, I, you know, I, I do follow it enough to know that, yeah, boy, that D-backs right hander is a good one, you know. I think he's got a, a chance to help them win, you know. So that, that kind of keeps me abreast of the game, and every time I see them, three, four days a week, boy, they, they drill me with a baseball question, and I hope I have the answer for them. Well, I know, I know, John, that you, you loved your art, and, and you and you worked hard at it. People said you were always so well prepared. You, you, you know, you guys got tons of information sent up to you in the, uh, in the booth up there. Hammer was helping you out all the time in the booth up there. I know that. Oh, yeah. With, with different, uh, you know, stats and everything. So I know your head was full of numbers while you were calling the game you guys uh you guys worked i mean you it was a it was a class for you guys every day because you had to you had to have those stats ready and and all that kind of stuff so i know how hard you guys worked up there in the booth and and danny as well when you when you called it with danny danny's still doing it of course yeah. but yeah. Uh, danny gladden but uh it's amazing um Tom and, and the listeners, how, how those guys up in the booth, they, they just don't sit there and talk about the game. They got sheets of papers laid out in front of them with all these different stats going on. And, and you try to, uh, I know you, you sit up there and try to tell a story about this guy or that guy, and you got to be right on with all your numbers, or somebody's going to catch you and say, hey, that's not right. But they uh, they work hard at their craft, and it's pretty cool to see those guys work up there in the uh, in the booth at, at times. It's, it's really fun to. Uh, to watch him call a game, uh, I know John used to sit there and stare at the ballpark. I'd walk into the into the booth sometimes when the game was going on, and boy, uh, I mean the place could be on fire uh, in the booth, but John would be staring at that game, calling the game, and and uh, so it was pretty cool that uh, the way they went about their the way they go about their you know calling the game. They're not just sitting back there, you know, with a soda in their hand and watching the ball game and just talking about it. you got a lot of stuff going on in there. I made reference to Dick Enberger a little bit earlier, and I I was very fortunate. uh, uh, You know, he he was a mentor, and and as was uh, another uh, great announcer, Ernie Harwell, with the Orioles and the Tigers. And both of them told me that organization and preparation are the keys to a broadcast, and, and be prepared. And all the work that you do to probably use all but 40% of what you prepare and what you organize, you know, you just can't fit it all in. And, you know, Vince Scully, one day when I was over in Atlanta and he just getting started, he said, if, if I could give you a piece of advice, the best piece of advice I could give you is that silence is your best partner in baseball. And, you know, don't try to you know, blab all day long about how much you think you know about the game. Put the guy in the seat with a popcorn and a beer and a hot dog on the side and try to make him enjoy, uh, you know, listening to, to Twins baseball. You know, this is just another example of, again, the, the dream life that I've had. Um, I'll give you an example of the kind of class that we're talking about here with Kent Herbeck and John Gordon. 1987, we used to uh, play charity football games at the Dome, and people would come and watch the games, and we'd raise money and give it to charity, and have, it's a great time. And there were a couple of twins on those teams. There were like Greg, uh, Greg Gagne from uh, professional wrestling. You had Chuck Foreman played on the team, you know, one of the greats of all time. So the Twins win the World Series in 1987. They have won the World Series. A lot of 
celebrate and going on all the rest of it. Well, we had a football game the next day at the Dome, and 15,000, 20,000 tickets were sold, so a lot of people were coming to watch this game. And I thought, ah, oh, gee, that's too bad. You know, Laudner and, and uh, uh, Gary Gaetti were, uh, like I said, playing on team. We're about to start the game, and I look up, and here comes Laudner and Gaetti. I said, no way. You just won the World Series last night. What are you doing? They go, well, we're on the team. We had to show up. I'm like, yeah. look at my life, for Christ's sake. I got two <laughs> World Series champions standing next to me about ready to play football. I mean, that's the kind of, but that's the kind of class yeah. you guys had. Don't you think, Kent? Well, I mean, we, we enjoyed, we enjoyed, we had a group of guys that enjoyed the Twin Cities. We, we, we loved it here. Uh, we hung out together. I mean, there was a lot of times we went out for dinner on the road together. There'd be eight, nine guys yep. in the group going out to eat and, and we enjoyed the fans. We had fun. We interacted with them, I thought, uh, as much as anybody did. Um, you know, everybody had different uh, different things they had to do, different charities we worked for. And, and uh, you try to do as much as you can for, for everybody and, and uh, you know, give back to the community a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I guess the, those two boys must have had, uh, um, they had a commitment to make, so they showed up the next day for it. Yeah, there's no question. Pretty cool. I know you guys both have to go, but Kent, if you could just tell John Gordon about the man walking up to you on the street and he called you by the wrong name, it's one of my favorite stories that Kent Herbeck has ever told. The the, the Kirby Puckett one. You got it. <laughs> the one at the state fair. I, I don't know if I told you that one, John. The guy was adamant that I was Kirby Puckett. <laughs> For ten minutes. And uh, finally, his two little daughters went over to him and said, Dad, that's not Kirby Puckett. That's Kent Herbeck. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure you got called Herb Carneal a few times, too, oh, John. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I, have, I do I do have to tell you this one quick story. We're in Milwaukee <laughs> County Stadium, and, and, and you know, I this is 87, and I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I, you know, that I'm there, that I belong, that, that the team kind of likes me. And so, and so I'm walking down this runway from County Stadium and Herbeck is down at the other, at the dugout end of the runway, holding a hose. <laughs> and as I'm walking down the, uh, the runway, uh, he says, Hey, Gordo, how's it going? And he turns the hose on. And here I am in 87. I used to wear a tie for the broadcast uh, every game. And next thing I know, I'm just soaking wet. (laughs) Herbeck sprinkling me for this hose that the ground crew had used. Well, as disgusted and and as mad as I was, I finally said to myself, you know, I think the guys kind of like me. (laughs) Well, welcome Uh, to the show, Johnny. Welcome to the big. Welcome to you the got it. Exactly. Yep. You got John, you gotta come back, man. I like I said, I spent a lot of time with you having a little lunch over there, whether it was with Gordy or like yeah. I said, Gladden used to be over there all the time, uh, having yeah. lunch. But you, thank you both for giving me one of the greatest memories of my life. Watching you guys together win the World Series in nineteen eighty seven was unbelievable. It was great. Well, just a small yeah, we part had a fun of the time, there's no question. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you asking me to be out. Oh, uh, please come back, John. Hey. All right. Take care. See you, Herbie. Good to chat with you, Johnny. Have a good one. Okay. Hey, uh, right, hey uh, Tommy, I also got to tell uh, tell Jimmy Lundeen thank you very much with uh, 
for taking oh, yeah. care of us with the uh, Killer Brew Root Beer and sponsoring the show. That's pretty cool. They, they, uh, they've done a great job, and and um, we'll have to have to fire up some more root beer next year during the season. I think that the guys are, are going the right way. The club's going the right way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they surprised us a little bit here, and I think uh, sounds like we're going to get everybody back that we need next year, and, and uh, hopefully we can make another run and have some more more fun on Friday mornings chatting baseball with you. Do uh, you think Sonny Gray will be back because he's up? Um, you know, that's that's going to be it. They're going to take a look at that. Yep, um, yep. Do what it wouldn't be. Hopefully they can they can squeeze them into the lineup. I think it's uh, it's something they need they need to to look at, and uh, that's the hard part for them now is to try to figure out what they're going to throw together. But I think the nucleus of this ball club is looking good. Yes, a bunch of good yes. players. Things should look good. No question. And if you think you're just going to get away from me and all the way until like next April, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'll be around. You know that. All right, Pally. Thank you so much, Kent. Another <laughs> great time. year. Another great year. All right. Year. Great, Thank guys. You. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, all. Love you, Kent. Bye, Kent. All right. Bye. Thanks, Brett. See ya. Kent Herbeck Sports on the Tom Bernard Show was presented by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Find a store near you at killebrewrootbeer.com. And he's right. Uh, he's absolutely right, as a matter of fact. Just the the sponsorship, just a great family, no question about it. Uh, and, and I would say right across the board, thank you to everybody for bringing us Kent, the, you know, the Kent Herbeck show for all those months every year. What, six and a half months, something like that? I, I can't, we can't, we can't go that long without seeing him. I, I, I agree. I He's couldn't agree more. Literally my favorite person on the show and including myself. Like, he's amazing. I love Kent Herbeck. That was such a cool segment. Don't tell Herbeck I told you this story, okay? okay. And I know we got to get going, but I ran into Herbeck one time, and I had just been told by a couple of his twins' teammates that some guy forced Kent off the road because he was mad at something that Kent did. Uh, the guy rushes over, and apparently Kent gets out of the car and keeps getting out of the car and keeps getting out of the car because <laughs> he's about 6'5", so yeah. it takes a while. Yeah. And I said, Kent, he's on the morning show. I said, Kent, is that true? You pasted some guy on the side of the road? He goes, what? I said, I heard you smoked some guy on the side of the road. He goes, shit happens. (laughs) I love that. He is such a shit happens. That would be his tagline. shit happens guy. (laughs) Shit happens guy. I just, he is salt of the earth, my favorite guy. I love him. But this is one of the examples, again, why I could never sit at home and go, oh, God, life sucks. Everything's terrible. I'm a victim. I'm suffering. Look at this. I mean, what a dream come true for a little nine-year-old kid who watched his first baseball game, the Minnesota Twins out at the old Mets Stadium. Every time I hear those guys' voices, I just am reminded of what a lucky bitch I really am. Yeah. No doubt about that. Oh, God, we're, we're a little behind. Yeah, I, <laughs> whatever. It's just fine. We'll take a break. Be right back. Timmy Lammers will join. And thank you again to John Gordon. How, what a nice man. He has always been such a nice man. Yeah, that was awesome. That was an awesome segment. That was really cool. I loved it so much. Can't even tell you. We'll be right back. Another legend, Timmy Lammers, joins us right after this. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything right. And they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre, as a matter of fact, because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. 
Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.